0: This podcast is for all the seekers out there, and I sincerely hope you enjoy. Hello, thanks for tuning in to the very first episode of Spirit Talk. Let's dive right in. Are you psychic? Spoiler alert, the answer is yes. Now, I'm a person who's all about the mystical. I just love anything that's shrouded in mystery. That part of me is all over my numerology and astrology charts. But I don't want this topic to be one of those things. I want to demystify the word psychic. It wasn't until I was well into adulthood that I realized how psychic I was. I feel like the taboo nature of the topic kept me from knowing and growing that part of myself. Since I was a kid, I was consuming any content that I could that involved psychics and mediums but could I do it? No. I didn't think I could be one of those people. Or so I thought, because in reality, I was doing it all along. I thought, because this was the impression so many people gave me, this was something exclusive. You either had it or you didn't. But over the years, I developed my own philosophies, and even though there were many teachers out there that said otherwise, what I started to understand, and really know in my heart, is that being psychic doesn't make somebody part of a secret, elusive club. It's not something that a select few are born with. It's innate in everyone. It's part of our birthright as a human. We all have so much potential. It's incredible. Yes, it takes time, intention, dedication, and practice to strengthen psychic skills, And most people aren't called to become a reader or a person who dedicates their whole being to developing in the area. But what if developing this innate ability, even just a little, enhances your own life? Having your highest self as a guide. I mean, that's what being psychic is. Being in touch with your soul. Receiving information from beyond your brain. Side note if you are one of those people who aspires to become or is a professional light worker, then kudos to you. It's not an easy path, but it's so rewarding. So let's get into it. What is being psychic? It's a loaded term. The word psychic tends to be the umbrella under which so many other things lie, like intuition, remote viewing, telepathy. Being an empath, medium, or highly sensitive person, the list goes on. So the word psychic can be very general and cover a ton of different modalities. Taking that into consideration, it makes more sense that everyone has access to psychic abilities. Notice, I'm not using the word gift. That's intentional. The word gift is used so much around this kind of stuff. And you'll definitely hear me say it from time to time in other episodes, because being psychic is a gift, as much as being in a human life is a gift. There isn't anything wrong with the word, but it does conjure the notion that few people are blessed with the gift, and if you don't have the gift, you aren't psychic. And I want you to know, you are. These abilities are used by everyone, regardless of their beliefs. What do I mean? Let me use the example of a show so many of us have learned from, The Oprah Winfrey Show. Back in the 90s and early 2000s, Oprah's show was huge. It's over now, of course, but if you want your Oprah fix, check out her podcast, Super Soul Conversations. I love it. Anyway, in so many episodes of her TV show, she talked about following gut instincts. She interviewed people especially women, who save themselves from a potentially gruesome attack or even death by following their gut. She interviewed people who weren't so trusting of themselves, and upon reflection they said, I knew something was wrong, but I didn't want to seem rude, or I wish I had listened to myself. In these shows, they use words like gut instinct, because it's mainstream TV, it's palatable, But what so many of the people are describing is their psychicness. Hairs standing on the back of their neck, getting shivers, having a knowing feeling, suddenly getting an urge to run. Another example of psychic abilities in everyday life. What about when you feel like someone's eyes are on you? You look up and sure enough, someone's staring right at you. How is that explained other than an innate ability? a sense beyond the usual five that we're taught about. That's what I'm talking about when I say we're all psychic. People use the ability all the time. It's just incredibly subtle. Of course, whether a person intentionally chooses to develop this part of themselves is up to them. But with that development comes stronger powers. Yes, I said powers. (laughs) Let's talk development. Now, this is where individuality comes in. Just because I'm saying everyone has access to psychic abilities doesn't mean that it's all the same for everyone. And this is definitely where the word gift does make sense. Some people are natural seers. Some people feel things. Hello, empaths. And I'll talk about empaths more on another episode. As I said, the term psychic can cover so many things from precognition to automatic writing. Nobody's amazing at every one of these, but anyone can find their jam. And often, when someone starts to develop in one area, they can be stronger in others, simply as a side effect. There are definitely people with strong natural abilities. People who are born seeing auras, for example. Unfortunately, so many of these very naturally strong psychics turn down the volume on it because they think they're weird or they're taught that it's not normal. Often as adults, they find themselves embracing their abilities. And I just love those stories. I'm in that boat myself really. Let me go over some definitions of terms you'll hear on the show a lot. You'll hear people refer to the clairs. The clairs are different ways that information is perceived by a person psychically. Claire means clear in French and is the root before hearing, seeing, smelling, feeling, knowing, and tasting. The one most people are familiar with is clairvoyance, so we'll start there. Clairvoyance means clear seeing. This is when visions come through the mind's eye, or third eye. Some people describe it as movies playing in front of them, others see flashes of pictures There are slight variations in how clairvoyance can come through. Very visual people who in life are things like decorators, artists, photographers, or builders often find themselves having clairvoyance as one of their strongest clairs. When I started to develop my own abilities, I realized that clairvoyance is one of my strongest clairs. As far as readings go, while clairvoyance is amazing, it doesn't get me very far alone. But combined with other clairs, it can be great. I do love having strong clairvoyance, though, for selfish reasons. I could get really long-winded about shit I've seen in my own mind while in sensory deprivation tanks, also known as float tanks, but we won't go there today. So moving on to clairaudience, which means clear hearing. This is when you hear words, sounds, or music in your mind. For example, a medium might sit down to read for someone and tune into a spirit, and they'll hear a song that is significant to the spirit, like their wedding song, or a song that was played at their funeral. That's just one example of clairaudience. My own grandpa who's in spirit lets me know that he's around me in a few ways, one of them being the sound of wind chimes. People who retain and comprehend information when it's spoken aloud and people who are gifted musicians, singers, writers, public speakers could have strong clairaudient abilities. Okay, clairsentience means clear feeling. This is about feeling in other persons or spirits, emotions, or feeling another person's physical pain, or what they're going through physically. Getting chills for no apparent reason could indicate that you're tuning into emotional energy of a person or spirit around you. The mediums listening know exactly what I'm talking about. People who pursue careers as doctors, nurses, therapists, social workers, and things like that are often very clairsentient. This kind of goes hand in hand with being an empath and we'll dive deeper into that on another episode. Alright, aliens means clear smelling. This is being able to smell odors that don't have any kind of physical source. Unlike clairaudience, when you usually know that it's a sound in your mind, sometimes hard to tell with aliens if you're actually smelling something or if it's a psychic thing. People who work as florists or wine tasters or people who love essential oils probably have great clear aliens. Here's an example of clear smelling. Clear aliens is a bit hard for me to say, so I'll stick to clear smelling. I was talking to my cousin a little while ago, and she asked me, Do you ever smell grandma? Our grandma is in spirit, but in life, she used Noxema cream on the daily and my cousin, every now and then, will get a strong whiff of Noxema. She likes the feeling that the smell brings her, and feels as if Grandma is right with her. Not only is that clear smelling, it's mediumship. I know in my heart that Grandma is with my cousin when she smells the cream. You see how subtle these things come through? That's why developing with intention is so fun. Okay, Claire Gustin's means clear tasting. This is the ability to taste something that isn't actually there. People who are natural chefs or great home cooks or bakers can be natural at Claire Augustine's. This isn't my strongest Claire by any means, but I do have a dear friend who will describe people in taste. (laughs) Funny, eh? I've seen her get some funny looks. I just love this friend of mine. She and I took a Reiki class together, and at some point during the class, we were all kind of tuning into each other's energy. And she's describing someone else in the class, having only met them that day. She describes their aura colors and other things, and then goes on to say to the woman, You taste like cantaloupe. (laughs) Let me be clear, she was across the room. She wasn't sitting there licking the woman. But when my beautiful friend discerns what that taste means to her, like fresh and sweet. It very much describes the person she's using her natural clairgustance on. And finally, claircognizance. This means clear knowing. This is when we have knowledge of people or events that we would not normally have knowledge about. An example of this would be a premonition or a prediction of something that's gonna happen in the future, but it's not usually that obvious. In my experience, Claircognizance has been difficult to nail down, because I've gone through life spouting off things I've had no way of knowing, like, I'm going to receive that package in an hour, and then it shows up, or the next song on the radio will be, and then it comes on, and I just go about my day as normal. So when beginning to develop my psychic medium abilities, I had a hard time trusting what came through as claircognizance, because it just seems like thoughts. This is often people's strongest clair, And with practice, it gets easier to sort out if you're thinking the thoughts or if they're being picked up through spirit or somebody else's energy. Meditation helps. So that's the definition of the clairs. When it comes to developing these abilities, first and foremost, you want to just set the intention. Proclaiming your desire to strengthen this part of you is easy. And it's a huge step. The universe always has your back. And when you indicate that this is something that you want and are ready to put in effort for, things start to gather momentum. Practically speaking, you can practice being aware of things in your real life. You know how I said that good cooks have strong Claire Augustans? That has a lot to do with the fact that they spend time in their everyday life analyzing the tastes of foods. So if you want to develop, say clairvoyance, then it will help you to put your awareness to how things look. You could even consider taking up a hobby like photography. Another good trick is when you're reading a book, try to imagine every detail about the character and landscape you're reading about. Be transported. Really go there. This strengthens your ability to see with your mind's eye. You can do the same for clear hearing. When listening to music, really become aware of the instruments. Which ones do you hear? Maybe you've listened to the song so many times, but when you put your awareness to the music, suddenly you realize there's more instruments playing than you would have ever guessed. But now that your awareness is on it, you can hear more. If you're listening to a podcast, rather than just hearing the words, put your attention on the person's voice. What are the qualities of the voice? How does it make you feel? To develop clairsentience, try paying attention to the feelings that seem to just come out of nowhere. Is this your emotion or did you just pick it up from the person in front of you at the grocery store? Try to start identifying why you're feeling a certain way. It can sometimes be obvious, like if a loved one tells you that they just got hurt or they're down in the dumps. You listen to them and try to comfort them, and when the conversation's over, you hang up the phone or move on from the conversation in whatever way. Suddenly, now you're feeling not great, but you were feeling totally fine before. That's an example of psychic clairsentience, and we will talk more about how to avoid taking on other people's low-vibe feelings in another episode. For claircognizance, The biggest thing is determining when it happens, not if. Most people have some form of claircognizance going on, a lot of the time. So when you do notice that you just knew something without a clear explanation of how, celebrate it. Show appreciation to the universe for bringing you this knowledge and give yourself a pat on the back for recognizing one of your own superpowers. That alone will help you strengthen it. Yes, again, I said powers. (laughs) Okay, I'd be remiss if I didn't take the time to explain the difference between psychic and medium. A person can want a reading and sometimes be confused if the reader is asking, do you want more psychic or mediumship? And these things are very similar, but one main difference. A psychic reading would be when the reader perceives information about you, a living person. A mediumship reading is when the reader perceives information about a person who's on the other side. A spirit so other than the main difference of living versus passed over the two types of readings work in a very similar way for the reader there's a difference in energy when reading a spirit but it often takes practice to determine where the information is coming from so practice let's go there next when it comes to developing your abilities the absolute best thing you can do after you've set the intention to develop Is to practice. For me that meant starting with joining a development circle, a place about twice a month to gather with others in order to practice under an experienced teacher. I cannot recommend it enough. These days with the state of the world a lot of circles have moved online and that works beautifully too. After months of developing in a circle I took my practice to the next level and started offering phone readings to strangers. I'm still doing practice readings and I'm still a part of more than one circle, it really lights me up. If you're drawn to start developing in a circle, I encourage you to find a teacher who resonates with you, or put it up there to the universe and ask for the right one to come in your path. There's no shortage of spiritual teachers, especially now in this time of Great Awakening. For me, I know this path is going to be a lifelong pursuit. I'm a born seeker. I can't help but try to learn everything I can in the spiritual realm. As I learn, I'm also, ever so slowly, taking on the teacher role. I might even start my own development circle one day. I think that when somebody has a passion and are driven to learn, they eventually become a teacher. It's inevitable. I don't care if people call me woo-woo, as if that's an insult, or if they judge me because of their own beliefs. I don't have time for that. I have found purpose in this and I'm going to continue to follow the breadcrumbs. And dear listeners, I hope you are all following the things that light you up. That's it for the first episode. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Spirit Talk 13. Thank you so much for joining me.